I have uh, one simple truth to talk to you about tonight, but it's, it's a far-ranging idea. If you get this one truth, you'll see how it applies every day in almost every area. You'll see it in the news, you'll hear it in the radio, you'll see the hands behind the scenes moving things around. Uh, and so it's a, a real important truth that I want to help us with tonight. First Timothy chapter 6, we'll read verses 20 and 21 in unison. First Timothy chapter 6, verses 20 and 21, the Word of God says, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Grace be with thee. Amen. And let's pray. Father, thanks for the truth. These verses are so simple, yet so profound. And we know many that have erred from the truth. And Lord, we pray that tonight you'd give us insight into your word. You'd give us understanding. You'd give us discernment to see behind the veil, if you will. And as people are trying to promote facts and their version of the truth, that we'd be able to see your truth uh, through the lies and confusion. And Lord, help us to not get bogged down in needless battles, but help us to fight for what's right and for the truth. And Lord, protect us from erring from the faith. I pray that those that grow up in our church, those that are in our church today, those that hear this message would be protected uh, from erring from the faith because of the insight you give us this evening, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And you may be seated. These verses have always fascinated me. And the phrase that caught my attention as just a teenage young man sitting in church uh, was this phrase, science falsely so-called. When I was in school, science was my favorite subject. And let's just be clear, I hated math. Man, I hated math. Not because I couldn't do it, but because math is stupid. All right? I hated geometry. I hated trigonometry. I hated algebra. I hated calculus. I even hated business math. I just hated it all. Now, you kids... Don't go home and say, pastors against math, it's wicked, math is of the devil. Even though it is, you obey your parents, and you do well in school. Now, some of you love math, right? How many of you love math? All right, go ahead and lift your hands up, don't be ashamed, don't be ashamed. Quiet, Brother Ken, quiet. And uh, heresy, now what he's saying is true, is math and science go hand in hand. But I was always drawn to science, and for some reason, I just... The, you can talk to me about the beauty of math, and I know that God made the universe in mathematical precision, and I know all that, and it does have its beauty as long as I have a calculator. I don't mind it at all. Uh, and math is important. But I was always drawn to science. I mean, uh, biology, chemistry, physics, you know, those types of things. And I know there's physics in math, but physics is cool math, you know. Uh, so... I was always drawn to science, and when I, when I heard this verse in the Bible, it caught my attention. Science falsely so-called. Did you know that there is such a thing as false science? Or as we would say today, fake science. There's fake science. Now, science is an important tool to learn about God and His creation. But the Bible warns about the dangers of fake science. And tonight in this message, I want to preach a message entitled, The False God of Fake Science. The False God of Fake Science. Satan is using false science to destroy nations and corrupt minds. Satan is using false science to pull people away from God, and as our text verse says, make them err from the faith. False science can pull you away from God and become a stumbling block 
in your faith. And tonight we're going to look at what to do about that. Science in its most basic form is the systematic study of the natural world. But it's being promoted as so much more. Science is being promoted in America today as almost a false god, as a deity. If something is called science, you dare not disagree with it. After all, the science is settled, they say. And only a fool would disagree with whatever they choose to label science. I tell you tonight, there's a lot of things they call science that aren't science. It's science falsely so-called. As I stand before you today, I still love science. I love science. I love to study how God made the world and how things interrelate to each other, the complexities of life. I love the systematic study of things. But I like true science, not false science. And there's a lot of opinion and conjecture and theory that is labeled science today and lifted up as a false God that will solve all of your problems if you just believe in science. I'm a believer in true science, but I'm against the false God of fake science. Once you understand that fake science is a false God, you'll begin to see how wicked people are using it in everyday life. Using fake science to change public opinion, using fake science to get people to do things they normally wouldn't do, to give up freedoms they shouldn't be giving up, all in the name of fake science. And I'm praying with the help of God, with wisdom and discernment, that God would keep us from being duped, tricked by fake science. Let me make a bold statement here, and I believe with all my heart. Science is not the enemy of God. True science is not the enemy of God. Christians don't need to be afraid of science. Sometimes we think that religion is over here in this realm and science is over here in this realm. And boy, I don't want to witness to anybody that knows a little bit about science because they, they just... No, no. True science is not an enemy of God or an enemy of the Christian. And we don't need to be afraid of true science. The little-known truth is that true science agrees with the Scripture and leads people to a stronger faith in the Creator. When you understand the scientific thoughts that God gave us in this book far before they were ever discovered by humans, this book is scientifically accurate in amazing detail that only God could have done. We're not going to look at those tonight, but perhaps in our study on what the Bible is uh, that we get to soon, we'll talk about those things. It's fascinating. God telling us things thousands of years before mankind understood what the Bible was saying. The Bible is scientifically accurate, and it's a wonderful thing. And true science leads people to stronger faith in the Creator. Let me make another bold statement. Reason will lead you to God. Atheists like to say, well, reason leads me to be an atheist. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. A simple, logical investigation of the truth will lead you to God. Faith is not illogical. It makes perfect sense. Now, there is always going to be leaps of faith because God doesn't give you all the information. But he gives us enough information to make logical and educated statements of faith and actions of faith. Faith is not illogical. It is the logical result of knowing the true facts. Faith. Many people today say, I believe in science. If you ask someone, well, what do you believe in? They'll say, oh, I believe in science. A few years ago, we were witnessing to somebody up in New Hampshire, and uh, we said we were trying to witness to them, and they say, well, I don't don't believe in God. I believe in evolution. As literally replacing God in the sentence with evolution. 
I just I believe in evolution. So evolution is your God. Well, no, I just you know you've got to understand that I'm a I'm a biology major at the local university, and I just know things you don't know. See, that's how they they always talk down to you, right? They always talk condescendingly to you. Well, if you knew what I knew, if you had heard my professor give this lecture, then you too would be an atheist. No, no. People say, I believe in science. My reply, I believe in God. And I believe true science leads you to God. During this COVID-19 outbreak, we are told that science will save the day. Just stay in your homes. The scientists will save us. Just wait, people. Just wait, because one day a vaccine will liberate you. How many people in America placing all of their faith, their future, their fortune in the hands of science that can't make up its mind about basic facts, even in the middle of this pandemic? We must place our faith in Almighty God, not in some scientist or some faith-based hope that science will save us. You know, that's a faith statement. Science will save us. That's based on faith. A vaccine will cure us all. You have, you've never cured the common cold. You're going to cure this? No, I'll just trust God, thank you. Now, if science comes up with good things, I'm wholeheartedly in. If it's true science, like I told you, I love science. And I'm going to show you through this message, the difference between true science and fake science, how to tell the difference, and how Satan is using false science to destroy nations and people. And so let's dive in to the scripture here. Look back at our text verse, 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 2. Somebody's like, boy, preacher, you're, you're going after it today. I took on politics this morning and science tonight. I know. I'm out of my mind, but I'm preaching what the Lord wants me to. Amen. By the way, this is another one of those messages that people need to hear. Look what the scripture says. First Timothy chapter six, verse 20. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust. Avoid profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so-called. So the Bible warns us to avoid wicked and empty arguments and conflicts over false science. So in this in this place, the Bible's saying, Timothy, don't, don't get caught up in all this, this peripheral things. Make sure that you're focused on getting out the gospel. Make sure you're focused on the ministry of the word. Make sure you're focused on sa- the salvation of souls. Don't get bogged down in all this peripheral things. And, of course, we know Satan would love to get you on a hobby horse about something else and keep you away from doing the true work of uh, leading people to Jesus. However, I believe the Bible put this, the Bible has this verse for a reason. And this word science in this verse literally means knowledge. So here's what the Bible's saying. There are things that are called knowledge or science that are named falsely. It's not true knowledge at all. And I love the fact that the King James Bible uses the word science here. Some newer versions and, and, and corrupt versions change that word. I think this is the exact right word for a lot of reasons, but I also think God knew what 2020 was going to look like. I think God knew that in 2020 and in in this time, science would be elevated to a godlike status. And God was reminding us way back 2,000 years ago, there is such a thing as fake science. They will call it science, but it's not. The English word science is derived from the Latin word scientia, which is knowledge based on demonstrable and reproducible data, according to the Merriam-Webster. And we'll get into that in just a moment. The scientific method is important if you're going to call something science. We don't want to get too far into the weeds about that. But here's the real purpose we're talking about this tonight. Look what it says in verse 20, which some professing have erred 
concerning the faith. So the Bible's teaching that some people will believe the lies of false science and profess that false science is true while rejecting the truth of God. Well, we see that today, don't we? I told you in the illustration I gave a few minutes ago, a young man said, no, no, I don't believe in God. I believe in science falsely so-called. I believe in evolution, which I'm going to show you in a few minutes, that evolution is not true science. By scientists' own definition. And so people literally, watch this, if you're not careful, you'll get your mind filled with a bunch of lies and they'll dress it up and call it science and it'll be taught to you by people with way too much education and way too many degrees and they've lived in a collegiate bubble for far too long and they believe their own lies, not seeing the hypocrisy that what they're telling you to believe requires more faith than just believing the word of God. And some people will exchange those false ideas and say, God, I don't believe you anymore. I believe fake science. Let me warn you young people. There's a lot of people out there that want your mind. And they'll do everything they can to teach you everything you've ever learned is wrong. And a lot of young people grow up in Christian homes and they grow up in church and they go off to some wicked university with godless professors and in a semester they've said, I'm going to reject everything I've ever been taught from the Bible and my parents and my preacher and my teachers and I'm going to believe what this weirdo says teaching this class. That ought never to happen. Ever. And it's incumbent upon us as parents and preachers to deal with these things. We ought to preach and teach the truth about science and about true science versus fake science. I think a lot of preachers and a lot of parents are, are afraid to broach the subject of science because we just feel like we don't know enough. But there's all kinds of resources out there that can show you the difference between true science and, and, and false science and Bible-based science and, and, and science based on the, the scientific method versus theory and different things. So the danger is that some people accept falsehoods as science and end up deviating from God's truth. True science is an important discipline that helps us understand how God created the universe. Let me give you some quotes here that I think are instructive. Because you say, oh, preacher, I know you're supposed to say that. You're just, you just don't believe in science. No, you've probably seen the yard signs around here that have a statement. Science is real. Science is real. As if, yeah, you're a Christian, so you don't believe science. Well, of course we believe science. We just don't believe fake science. We don't believe everything that you call science is science. Just because you slap the science label on it doesn't mean I stop engaging my brain and lose my opinions. And a, a, a Christian with wisdom and discernment can tell the difference between what is true science and what is their repackaged mumbo-jumbo where they're trying to control people. And true science helps us to understand how God created the universe. Let me give you some quotes of some important scientists. There was a physicist named Ernest Walton. He won the Nobel Prize in 1951 in physics done at Cambridge University. He also became the first person in history to artificially split the atom. Not a preacher. Not a religious zealot. But here's what he said. One way to learn the mind of the Creator is to study His creation. We must pay God the compliment of studying His work of art, and this should apply to all realms of human thought. A refusal to use our intelligence honestly is an act of contempt for him who gave us that intelligence. Science is a way to study God. Matter of fact, a lot of early scientists, that was their intention, was we're going to learn more about God by studying how he made the, the world and the universe. You know, God has given some people a special understanding of science. Look at Daniel chapter 1. 
Some people have a special understanding of science. They've been given a, a scientific mind. Some people are better at math. Some people are better with their hands. Some people are better uh, in different areas. But God's given some people a, a, a scientific type mind. They have a special understanding. Daniel chapter 1 and verse 4 talking about the Babylonian children that were taken. It says, Children in whom there was no blemish, but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning and knowledge and understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace, palace and whom they might teach the learning of the tongue of the Chaldeans. So when the Babylonians came and ransacked uh, Israel, Judah specifically, they took the best and the brightest. They wanted the people with the most potential and they were specifically looking for people that, that had an interesting understanding of, of science. And God has given to some people a special intelligence and a disciplined mind to learn scientifically things about the world around them. But the Bible and common sense tells us that the study of science not only requires intelligence, but it requires honesty. And here's an important point. Today, the halls of science have been invaded by zealots with an agenda. The halls of science have been invaded by political hacks that are using science to control the masses. We saw that just in this pandemic versus when the protests and the riots started. You know, when the when the protests started and people were like, whoa, we've been locked down for months and now these people are out here without masks and close together. And there were a group of scientists. I don't have the information now, but you can look it up. There were several groups of scientists that put out statements, not as people, not as citizens, but as scientists saying that it was scientifically safe. And it was scientifically okay for protesters to be treated differently than common citizens when it came to the pandemic. And it was like, you're like, what? Now, it would have been one thing if they would have said, as a citizen of the United States, I think this. No, they put out official statements as scientists. As if this virus is so smart that it knows whether or not you're at a protest. It won't bother you there. It knows whether the difference between you're at Walmart or church. You can't go to church, but at Walmart you're safe. You can go to the, the pot clinic and get your fix of pot. But man, you, you, can't, you can't go to church. That's unsafe. And even in this pandemic, we see the arbitrary science used for their own ends. Science falsely so-called. The study of science requires honesty. And let me pose a question. What if the people we trust with our science, what if some of them aren't telling us the truth? What if they're using false science to control us? Let me give you a couple of thoughts here and we'll go to the house. Let me talk about God and science. God and science are not enemies. Many people just believe automatically well science disproves god they don't even investigate it they've heard that they think that they've heard it in school they've heard it in college of course science disproves god they have no facts they have no figures they just believe that and even scientists using facts and figures shown and interpreted through a, a worldview that says there must be no god it's also arbitrary in many cases Many people believe this lie because it's all they've ever heard. But there's a lot of credentialed scientists that have come to the exact opposite conclusion. Not only are God and science compatible, but the very study of science proves the existence of God. Let me give you a couple thoughts. Joseph Taylor Jr. received the Nobel Prize in 1933 in physics for the discovery of the first known binary pulsar and for his work which supported the Big Bang Theory of the creation of the universe. By the way, Scientists have pretty much decided there was a big bang in the beginning that created everything. It just wasn't God's voice that created it. Why? Because that's impossible. 
That's not scientific. And this is the circular reasoning. It's not scientific. Science proves there is no God, therefore God could not have made the Big Bang happen. See how all that happens? Same things with fossils. This animal we know is this old. Why? Because it was found in this layer of the earth. Well, how do you know how old that layer is? By the fossils found in it. So we're dating the fossils by the layer of the earth, and we're dating the layer of the earth by the fossils. What? It just goes round and round and round and round. A science falsely so-called. This man, Joseph Taylor, said, A scientific discovery is also a religious discovery. There is no conflict between science and religion. Our knowledge of God is made larger with every discovery we make about the world. Isn't that interesting? You know a guy named Albert Einstein? Famous for his hair? Among other things, he was pretty smart too. But he had good hair. Albert Einstein said, the more I study science, the more I believe in God. Have you ever heard that? I wonder how many people in college science classes are hearing that today. High school science classes. Here's a man, Paul Davies. He's a physicist. He won a lot of different things here that we don't need to go over. He said, it may seem bizarre, but in my opinion, science offers a, sure, a surer path to God than religion. Think about that. Science offers a surer path to God than religion. Another man said, Robert Jastrow said, Astronomers now find they have painted themselves into a corner because they've proven by their own methods that the world began abruptly in an act of creation to which you can trace the seeds of every star, every planet, every living thing in this cosmos and on the earth. And they have found that all this happened as a product of forces they cannot hope to discover that there are what I or anyone would call supernatural forces at work is now, I think, a scientifically proven fact. So here's a scientist saying, scientists have proved that there's supernatural forces we can't understand at work in the universe. You think people are hearing that? Of course not. Why? Because fake science is used as a tool of the enemy. Lord William Kelvin said, I believe that the more thoroughly science is studied, the further does it take us from anything comparable to atheism. He said, if you study science deep enough and long enough, it will force you to believe in God. Christian, don't be afraid of science. Don't be afraid of scientists. Don't take anything that's labeled science as an absolute fact. Because you'll find that false science is a tool of the devil. True science leads you to God. Now, how do we know the difference between true science and fake science? And let me say it this way. There's three basic categories of science. There's natural science, formal science, and social science. So all of these can be divvied up in a lot of different ways depending on what you look at. But natural science, formal science, social science. Natural science includes physics, chemistry, biology, earth science, space science, those types of things. Formal science is logic, math, statistics. Social science is anthropology, economics, political science, sociology, human geography, and psychology. All of those things called science are in different worlds from one another. How they're studied, the conclusions they come to, so comparing math to psychology is laughable. To call them both the same type of science is untrue. To compare chemistry with sociology and label them both science is laughable because they're both very different. And here's the way you can tell the difference between what, what they call hard science and soft science, and what I'm calling true science and fake science. It has to do with this thing called the scientific method. What makes science science? Now, I'm losing some of you, aren't I? You're like preacher. I feel like I'm in school, and I don't like that very much. Hang with me. The scientific method is what makes science science. It is a method that, that says we're going to study the, er, the world and our surroundings in a certain way, and this allows us to call it science. So, for example, steps of scientific method go something like this. 
We want to make an observation, so I need to see something. We come up with a hypothesis. I believe this is true. I believe this will happen. And then we observe it happening. And then we ask questions about the observations. We form another hypothesis. Maybe we were wrong in the first place. Maybe we need to change our hypothesis. Maybe we was right. Then we test the hypothesis in an experiment that can be reproduced. We analyze the data, draw conclusions, modify the hypothesis if necessary, and then we reproduce the experiment. You say, preacher, that, that's, what are you saying? I'm saying this. The scientific method basically requires something to be observed, tested, verified, and reproduced. If it cannot be observed, tested, verified, and reproduced, it is called a soft science. Layman's terms, not really science. Not science like these other things are science. For example, evolution cannot be a science. Why? Because it cannot be observed, it cannot be tested, it cannot be verified, and it cannot be reproduced. That's why it's a theory. But wait a minute, nowadays, dishonest scientists and doctors and teachers are teaching evolution as if it's a fact. When by their own definition, it's not science. You say, why is that important? Because somebody in here is going to watch a TV show or watch a documentary or go to some school or, or go, to, go to some college class, and you're going to let some weirdo professor tell you that God's a liar. And you're going to believe him because it's called science. And not all science is science. Spontaneous evolution is not science, it's faith, it's a theory. So God and science, don't, don't be afraid of true science. For example, sociology, political science. By the way, do you notice in America all the emphasis on the soft sciences? Sociology, political science, race a lot of talk about race now and intersectionality, all these soft sciences, they'll call them science. Well, it's a proven fact, and this is a fact, and this is a fact, and it's a fact you're privileged, and it's a fact you're, 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 you're corrupt, and it's a fact you're a bigot, and it's a fact, well, I didn't know I was a bigot. Well, your science says you are. Okay, I guess I'm a bigot. I never felt any bigotry. Well, you, you are. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. It's like, it's science. What? Not science. Science falsely so-called. Let me ask you this question. Has science ever been wrong? People treat science as if it's never been wrong. You cannot disagree with science. Science is real. Well, I believe in science. Just not what you're calling science. Today, science is treated as if it's infallible. When the fact is, false science has an incredible history of being wrong. I mean, an incredible history of being wrong. It would take us a week's worth of study just to cover the highlights of how science has been wrong. The best engineers and doctors in ancient Rome thought it was a good idea to channel spring water into their homes through lead pipes. They cooked and drank from lead vessels. And now we know lead's very dangerous, especially for children. I wonder what else today science is telling you is safe that's not. Remember when the best scientists and the best doctors of the day would drain blood from sick people? You know, the problem is you've got too much blood. That's why you're sick. So we're going to drain the blood out of you so that you get better. As a matter of fact, you, you girls will love this. They used to take uh, blood-sucking leeches and apply blood-sucking leeches to your body to slowly take out your blood. Or if you were really sick, they would just tap into a vein and drain your blood a little bit more quickly. Anybody know a famous man who was died of bloodletting? George Washington, the first president of the United States, had a sore throat 
and they began draining his blood to make him better from his sore throat. Estimates say that they drained up to three and a quarter liters of blood from his body trying to cure him of a sore throat. You say, that's ridiculous. They were the best scientists of the day. George Washington had the best doctors. I wonder what the best doctors today are telling us. This is science. Folks, just get in the habit. If it doesn't make good common sense, it's probably not. If it doesn't make sense, it probably doesn't make sense. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Remember when doctors told people that cigarettes were healthy? Nowadays, you can't even... Nowadays, they're saying even secondhand smoke is unhealthy. How many of you are old enough to remember doctors on TV and cigarette ads? Sure. They literally had doctors on TV telling you that cigarettes were safe to smoke. In the 1930s and 40s, people got a little anxious about, how can it be, how can it be okay just taking in this smoke into your body? And they hired doctors, and they had doctors on TV and, and in newspaper ads Matter of fact, one ad said the doctor's choice is America's choice, as they showed a doctor in a lab coat smoking. Oh, oops. Sorry. Lung cancer. We got that, we got that wrong. Let's stop acting like science is infallible. I'm not telling you that all science is wrong. I'm telling you, stop treating science like it's a false god. As if it has all the answers. As if scientists are going to save you. Only God can do that. Doctors and researchers even have a hard time deciding if eggs are good for you. How many of you know that? Eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. Eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. I think right now they're in. But wait five years. Eggs will be bad for you again. You know, I think I'm just going to keep eating eggs. I like a good omelet. My dad, my dad, we used to go camping by himself. He would cook a pound of bacon for him. And then he would have a skillet full of about that much bacon grease. And he would deep fry a dozen eggs in bacon fat and eat it. And my dad was a little shorter than me and much more slight of build than me. We used to tease him. You've got hollow legs. How can you eat all this stuff? And he didn't die of cholesterol or sodium or anything like that. I'm not saying that's a good thing to do. I'm just saying I've done my research and I've seen scientifically. I can prove that. If you want to be truly disgusted, research the history of psychology and what they would do to, quote, help people. It's disgusting. All I'm saying, folks, is I'm not trying to destroy all of your faith in science. I'm saying learn to tell the difference between what is true science and what is called science. Learn to understand that science is not some infallible God that's going to deliver you from all of your problems. Even during the COVID-19 outbreak, scientists and doctors have changed their mind frequently. At first, wear masks. And then, no, don't wear masks. And then, no, you need to wear masks. And now, you have to wear a mask. Which they already taught us that the only way masks work is if you don't touch them. And now we've got people wearing masks made of t-shirt material. That inspires a lot of confidence t-shirt material over your face and you're touching your face all day more than even usual because you have to mess with your mask all day somebody explained to me scientifically how a t-shirt and touching your face all day is going to protect you and by the way they didn't shut tell you that the cdc recently came out in the back of one of their blurbs they put out about COVID-19, there's no evidence that masks have any effect at all. 
Well, they don't tell you that. Why? Because false science gives them a lever to push. It allows people to feel like the government's doing something. And it also, I believe personally, psychologically, it's a form of submission. Wear your mask. Do what you're told. Stay in the house. Get used to the new normal, American. Life's never going to look like it was. What? And when you have some discernment, you can see false science being used to control. Not saying that the virus isn't real. Not saying that it's not something to be taken seriously. I'm just saying it's not what they originally told you it was. That's by their own admission. But did you notice that once they figured out it wasn't as bad as they thought it was, that they got harder not letting up? How is this possible? They said it's not safe outside. Wear your mask inside. No, go inside. Oops, no, go outside. And we still have people saying wear your mask outside when it's scientifically proven the virus doesn't live outside. I'll be walking in town and you walk within 12 feet of some people and they'll pull their mask out real quick and cover their mouth. Then you walk by and they're, it's okay. People are living in fear, folks. Again, I'm not saying don't take it seriously. There are people that have lost their lives. And God forbid someone you or I know would. I'm just saying, learn to tell the difference between what is science and what is arbitrary. We doing okay? Fake science is a religion. Fake science is a religion. If you ask an atheist what they believe in, usually they'll say something like, I believe in science. Have you ever heard somebody say that? I believe in science. It's a religion. Anything labeled science. Let me ask you a question. If science is a religion, who are the preachers and priests of this new religion called science? The scientists. The scientists become the keepers of wisdom. The scientists become the holders of power. The scientists, what they say must go, what they say cannot be dis- disputed because they are the priests, the preachers of holy science. Can I just encourage you and remind you that scientists are just people? Scientists are not a holy priesthood. They don't deserve a holy reverence. People are not moral because they have a lot of education. Did you know that sometimes scientists lie? It's proven. Did you know it's proven that cancer societies admitted to increasing the numbers of wisdom who get, uh, women who get breast cancer so women would take more mammograms? They've admitted to it. Yeah, we, we, we fudged the numbers. We told you you had a greater chance of getting it, but it was a good thing because you needed mammograms anyway. And see, this is when you don't have a moral anchor, it's okay to lie to you to get you to do something they think you should do. And this is not some uh, conspiracy theory. Scientists got caught padding the numbers that supported climate change. Anybody remember that? They were lying about climate change numbers to prove to people that climate change was happening. This is an an article from the Washington Times. It's titled, COVID-19 puts the spotlight on science, dash, but scientists often lie. That's a May 9th article from this year in the Washington Times. Lost people saying, yeah, sometimes scientists lie. What? The Stanford News in 2015 published an article entitled, Stanford Researchers Uncover Patterns in How Scientists Lie About Their Data. Another article lamented that scientific scientific integrity was in trouble because so many scientists were lying about their findings. All I'm saying, folks, is why are we putting people up on a pedestal 
treating scientists like they're some holy priesthood, like they've never done anything wrong, and anything slapped with the tag science must be adhered to without question. And I'm just exposing tonight that fake science is a false god. Let me say lastly, fake science is a tool of Satan. True science isn't the enemy of God or the Bible. Christians should not be afraid of genuine science. Reason and logic based upon true facts lead people to God, not from God. I believe that. But fake science is a different story. False facts and ungodly worldviews skew the evidence in the application of science. They were making the argument a few years ago that if you believed in God, you should not be trusted as a scientist. Think about this. A guy got fired several years ago from Woods Hole, Massachusetts, and they said the argument came about that his findings were skewed because he believed in God. And they were making the argument that if you believe in God, you shouldn't be trusted with science. But wait a minute. A worldview that says there is no God also skews the results. Because you see everything from the lens of there couldn't be, there, there can't be a God, so this must be true. The theory of evolution is no longer taught as a theory. It's an indisputable fact. Satan is using false science to turn people away from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Climate change. Let me just warn you people, and you young people listen to me. You're on Instagram and YouTube and you hear all this stuff about You know, you got these kids going nuts online because the world's going to end in 12 years and adults don't care. No, we've just seen all this happen before. We were around 20 years ago when they said the world was going to end in 12 years. Some people were around 50 years ago when they said the world was going to end in 20 years. It's the same old stuff, just repackaged. And they're using false science to tell you you need to give up your wealth You need to change the way you live every day and you need to give up your freedoms so you can save the world. And the Christian knows God's in control of all that. The world's not going to somehow end outside of God's timing. And by the way, the end of the world's not going to be a flood. It's going to be a ball of fire if you study 2 Peter. So I end by saying this. Even in 2001, PBS aired a seven-part series on evolution. And there were a hundred scientists that signed a statement from the Discovery Institute disputing the facts of the series. They, They were upset because as scientists, not believers in God, but as scientists, the series said that everybody who disagreed with Darwinian evolution was basically religious fundamentalists. That the science was settled. Everybody believed in evolution the way they taught it, except for those Christian weirdos. And there were a hundred scientists that weren't Christians, and they said, whoa, wait a minute. They said the science isn't settled. We still believe in evolution, but it's not settled. We still need to be studying. We still need to be learning. There's a lot we don't know. In fact, their statement said, quote, I am skeptical of the claims for the ability of random mutation." and natural selection to account for the complexity of life. Careful examination of the evidence for Darwinian theory should be encouraged. These scientists basically said, we don't know everything. We still, there's still a lot we need to learn. And here's one of the telltale signs of false science. They've lost their curiosity. They don't want to study it anymore. It's all done. You either believe it, and fall in line, or you're not part of the mainstream thought. These are the same people, listen, the same people that say, I believe in science, are the ones saying it's okay to not wear a mask at a riot or a protest, but you have to wear one everywhere else. The same people believe in science put funerals on hold for months But if you were a family that had the right name or the right political advantage, they would let you hold a funeral with a lot of people. These are the same people that say, I believe in science, that tell you 
it's okay to kill a baby in the womb. Scientifically, it's okay because of all the reasons. The same people that say, I believe in science, tell you that a boy is not born a boy and a girl is not born a girl. That gender is changeable and you can decide to be a different gender. The same people that claim they believe in science are now saying that men can get pregnant. Because if you're a girl and you decide to be a boy, now you're really a boy, but now you can get pregnant, so obviously now men can have babies. What? The same people that tell you they believe in science disregard science when it suits them. And they call it science to disregard common sense and thousands of years of human history. The examples go on. It's science falsely so-called. So here's the basic truth tonight. Everything that's called science isn't. Christians should not be afraid of everything called science. Know the difference between true science, fake science. Begin to see in the world how Satan is using fake science to control people. And realize that true science isn't the enemy of God, it's the friend. And leads people to God. What do we do about fake science? We just teach people the truth. Keep teaching people the truth. Keep teaching people the truth. Teach your kids the truth. Teach your friends the truth. Give them the truth of the Bible. Because the Bible overrides everything else. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the time. I appreciate a patient people listening to the word of God a detailed subject, a subject that is not very exciting, and yet one that the world so desperately needs to hear. Oh, Lord, deliver us from this fake science. Deliver us. Give us discernment. And you know my heart. I'm not saying that all science is wrong. I love science. But help us to know the difference between true science and fake science. Help us to Stop treating scientists and people with degrees as if they're some holy people that would never skew any results or say anything for their own advantage. Lord, give us wisdom. And above all, help us to understand and know your truth. Help us to use true science and the facts of the world around us to lead people to you. Our heads bowed, our eyes are closed. We're going to give you a moment to talk to the Lord. There might be somebody in here. You're watching some crazy YouTube channel. You're listening to somebody online. And man, they've got you convinced. Yeah, the Bible's not real and everything. They're starting to make you wonder. They're hurting your faith. They'll give you all kinds of weird facts you can't look up. And you'll say, well, they know more about it than I do. And they're a scientist or they're a doctor or they're a teacher. They have to know what they're talking about. No, they don't. It's false science used as a tool of Satan. God will help us know the truth. As the piano plays, the altar's open. Let's stand.